With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchian. My co-host as usual, Brian Johnson. What's up, Charch? Hey. Great to have you here. It's a beautiful spring weekend in Minnesota. Hope it's Fantastic, wherever you are as well. The next series of shows are going to be dedicated to rookies, Brian. Yeah, it's about that time. Let's get this draft going. Let's get the draft going. I know. it's uh, You know, it always feels like there's a long, long lead up to the draft, but I think it's just because we care and, you know, we spend two and three months planning for it and looking forward to it. Now, do you think these rookies, because I think we got to touch on this, that we're playing 17 games now, right, Charge? Yeah, yeah. Now imagine going into your starting a, a new company and they're like, "Well, you're going to have to work an extra extra week or yeah, or <laughs> right. extra at least half 6%. hour per day, yeah, right. something like right. that." I think they're excited about this or uh well they're well, they're young, they should be, right? Yeah, they're they're going to be young fine. Young go-getters. Yeah, they're going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, look, this is a this this is the players negotiated this themselves. So, you know, I don't know if the owners took advantage of the players a year ago at this time when they when they negotiated this deal in the depths of the pandemic or not, but quick hit. Here we are. Thumbs up or thumbs down from a fantasy perspective on down. the seven. Yeah, I'm with you. It's yeah. uh it had- skews with the records. We love talking records mm-hmm. and those are certainly pertinent to fantasy football and man, these guys they essentially put their lives on the line for yeah. the sake of these players uh, look. They're, look, they're highly compensated. <laughs> yeah, and they know what they they're, are, they're, they know what they're sure. getting into. Yes, they There's do. no surprise for them that this is a contact game. Um, but you know, we already have a lot of injuries, and we already have a lot of situations where guys miss a lot of time. And I, I just, and I always felt like 16 games was plenty of time to figure out who was the champion of your league. And you know, I didn't feel like there was uh there was a real problem like well you know you know so and so won the championship but if we'd have gone one more week you know then the outcome right. would have been different and with 16 weeks really the best team in your league usually gets screwed anyway too right like <laughs> right, the right, best right, performing right, team there's right. plenty of those two weeks are plenty of time to let the best team in your league just go go belly up but yep. uh it does happen a lot that way 
So this week, we're going to talk about rookie quarterbacks, and we'll turn our attention to different positions in each of the weeks leading up to the draft. And then obviously after the draft, we'll do a series of shows about where these guys all landed up and what we think their their fantasy value is going to be like. And so for these shows uh, before the draft, it's largely about familiarizing ourselves with the fantasy notable players that we think can make a difference, especially uh, in short order with their teams beginning at the quarterback position. So we're going to hit on six guys, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and the, the sixth guy is just a favorite of mine, uh, Davis Mills, who I'm really intrigued yeah. by. There's the big five, and then your, your your sixth quarterback is TBD, but I'm with you on on Mills. He's, he's I'm really intriguing. Prospect. I'm really intriguing, right? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing he's going to be an impact player in the NFL, but he's got – the upside to do that if things break right for him. And um, and we'll talk more about Davis Mills at the end of this. Let's begin with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Brian, um, everybody knows that he's, you know, barring a shock, going to go to Jacksonville with the first overall pick. Let's talk about him and what he'll bring to the table, presumably, for Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, 99.9% chance he ends up with the Jaguars. And uh, if he does, he should be the starter. Yes. Right out of the gate. Sorry, Gardner <laughs> yes. Minshew and your, yeah. all you Minshew Bobos and some exciting weapons in, in Jacksonville. In DJ Chark, the newly acquired Marvin Jones, the mm-hmm. vastly underrated Marvin Jones, as Always. we harped on uh, yeah. for weeks. Uh, Lavishka Chenault, James Robinson at running back. And I mean, at this point, Trevor Lawrence, we know he checks all the boxes mm-hmm. on paper, size and the metrics in college, the, the most, the winningest. Uh, quarterback against power five schools and he's played like twice as many as the other quarterback prospects he's just grade a blue chip prospect what can you say yeah. so i think he's he's more you know at this time last year we we're talking about joe burrow as being you know an astounding blue chip prospect which he was uh but lawrence has done it for longer and it seems even more battle tested and more likely and, and Burrow's turned out great. Uh, more likely to be headed for a successful NFL career than than Burrow was. Yeah, and the and the enticing thing with the Jaguars from a fantasy perspective is they're not a, a great team. Maybe they're on their way up, but it's it tends to have their offense chasing points more often than not. So it's a great point. I, I, right now, Lawrence is going off the board in like in best ball leagues, redraft leagues, like quarterback sixteen. He's right. He's going right after Matt Ryan's, the Joe Burrows, Ryan Tannehill's, Matt Stafford, and before Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield. So he's wow. settled right into yeah. that fantasy relevant territory. For a guy who's not all that mobile, I mean, he's he's mobile, but he's not like the other guys we're going to talk about, no. right? He's not like Justin Fields and Trey Lance. That's a pretty high ranking for it is for a, a guy who's going to make most of his points with his arm as a rookie in Jacksonville and. He's certainly viable as a backup, but I don't. I want him as my backup if I have like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen as <laughs> right. my starter, right? I think I think the ceiling is very high for Lawrence in his first year as a rookie, just from a redraft perspective. But mm-hmm. it, the the floor is also very scary. So if I'm rolling out a Matthew Stafford or Baker Mayfield as my QB one, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is the backup I really want. I want like an elite option in one quarterback leagues if I'm contemplating Lawrence. So let's let's talk about his longer term right. outlook with Jacksonville for dynasty and empire league players for Trevor Lawrence. Um, there, the offense is not the problem so much in Jacksonville. It's a horrible defense, and he does have some weapons around him, and mostly young weapons. No, not so much Jones, Marvin Jones, but other people around him that 
suggest that you know there could be a long and reasonably good run for Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. And you know, as we'll talk through the rest of the guys, I don't, I don't know, I don't know that I, I would take Trevor Lawrence first in a dynasty draft. No. Because of the running prowess we're going to get with these no, other guys, in a, in, you mean in a startup, not just a rookie, a, not a, just a rookie draft, well, but in, in a dynasty startup, his value is up fifty percent from redraft. He's in the eight, quarterback eight nine range. I mm-hmm. mean, of course, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, right. Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, and then right, but he's right in the mix there with Russell Wilson. If you're starting a, a startup league, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow. Or Trevor Lawrence, like he's right. If if those three guys, he's uh, right in that mix in the top ten. Let's go to Zach Wilson, presumably the the second quarterback expected to be taken in the draft. That'd be by the Jets. We should say yeah. So Jacksonville, of course, Jets at number two. Yeah, Niners probably at three. Yep, and then Falcons, Panthers, Broncos are like the real quarterback needy teams. Yeah. In the, and we'll talk about when we get to pick four. We'll talk about that a little okay. bit more. But I, I, you know, pick two. I don't think the Jet, Jets would be more onic not to take a quarterback here, yeah. even if they love Sam Darnold. And by the way, nothing bugs me more than teams that are totally cool with having competitions at every position. Oh, but not quarterback. Oh. oh no, our frail, the frail psyche of our quarterbacks. If we, if they, if they do draft. Zach Wilson here. Everybody just assumes they have to move Sam Darnold. My feeling is, why? You know, Sam Darnold might still be a good quarterback. You're going to get a third-round pick or maybe a second-round pick for Sam Darnold. He's worth more to just keep and find, make sure you know what you've got in him because Darnold has flashed moments of greatness, and he's been in such a bad position over his entire career with terrible coaching and a bad offensive line and few good receivers man if you're the jets just i keep both guys and let them battle it out and see see who what you've got and maybe you have two great quarterbacks fine yeah how many NFL teams have two starting caliber quarterbacks on their team not enough, enough. and donald's still in that what range a luxury. so yeah so yeah yeah if the jets do not take a quarterback or trade down from two and I guess the worst uh, yeah. case, you know, I said the worst thing happens. They're both good. I guess really, the worst thing happens. They're both bad. But still, you needed to draft another quarterback to find yeah. out one of them was bad. You so got a great asset for for trade purposes in the future. So you do. Yeah. So Zach Wilson presumed the the to go to the Jets, and even if he doesn't, fascinating, fascinating guy. And I I got to warn you when we talk about Zach Wilson, you're going to think we're talking about Patrick Mahomes because the. Skill set is really similar, but to be clear, obviously, he's going to have to prove a lot before he's even remotely on par with Patrick Mahomes, did his but the dad, skill set is similar. Did his dad pitch for the Twins, though? That's what Yeah, I that's uh, probably not. He's missing that from, from his bag. So, he, Zach Wilson has a special NFL-caliber arm, and in better than that. I mean, his arm, his arm ability alone could put him in the top five of NFL quarterbacks if he realizes his potential. The arm is fantastic. He has a shocking ability to throw deep strikes and not even with planted feet, much like Mahomes, who can throw crazy accurate deep passes while on a dead run. There is some of that with Zach Wilson, too. He doesn't have to plant his feet to throw deep balls and accurately. And just effortlessly, he just flicks his wrist, and the ball's going 45, 45 yards downfield. 
he had a 65-yard pass in a game last year against, uh, I think it was Western, uh, Western, it was Wyoming or somebody. Um, and he just made it look, it just effortless, just sing. Now, do you, yards. do you worry uh, out of BYU, of course, Zach Wilson is um, a Mormon in the Big Apple. Is that a little too much? Yeah, right. <laughs> and not just, just to mention the culture Jets. shock in general. Just <laughs> culture shock, the, right. The, the, the football culture shock of going to the Jets. But yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah I, he didn't seem like he would be the 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 num- the consensus number two, but he has a. Uh, it, it seems it's leaning that way for Zach. It is um, incredibly efficient release with very little wind up as well. So he's got the quick release, which we love. That it's just that many fewer sacks. The ability to get rid of the ball quickly. Super smart guy. You know, book smart. You know, he's an excellent student. Um, by all accounts, he ingests the the playbook extremely well. So there's a lot to like about Zach Wilson. The things that we're going to look out for are some minor mechanical issues, like holding the ball too high. He holds the ball, he holds the ball up almost at, at helmet or ear level, like a rocket launcher. Almost. Yeah, a little bit, right? <laughs> so they'll you know they'll work on that. Um, some people point out that he's playing behind an elite offensive line that meant that he didn't, you know, he had the luxury of a lot of time, and that maybe you know that has skewed a little bit of the productivity that he's had. And uh, injuries limited him to really one year of high-level play. But what you see when you, you look at Zach Wilson's games are just remarkable. He If he does go to the Jets, Brian, Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, and Jamison Crowder all, all get a big bump here. And I think this is a great opportunity for Dynasty Empire Leaguers, Keeper Leaguers, to target those guys now. Especially the Denzel Mims owner right now is like, ugh, I blew that pick last year. Don't there feel could, that way. There could be a chance that Zach Wilson to Denzel Mims is going to be a great combination for a long time. I agree. So I'm I'd be interested in in those in picking up those guys on uh, on the cheap right now in Dynasty and Empire leagues. You know, for Wilson, um, in terms of redraft, I think he's going to be he's just a backup. I think in his rookie year. Now rookies can become starters, yeah. like Justin Herbert, right, and Joe Burrow. Those guys were fantasy starters, and he has the possibility to do that. Um, it's there's a little bit of Jets bias here. I just I don't know for sure that in year one the Jets are going to turn it around enough for him to be fantasy viable on a regular basis. But he Zach Wilson should get drafted. Yeah, a, a guy. If you're of course in one quarterback league, and depending on how deep your league is, but at least twelve to fourteen teams. If you're again drafting a guy like Patrick Mahomes, Josh mm-hmm. Allen, one of these bigger name quarterbacks that you're essentially going to start every week, but their bye week, and you're going to you know just fade quarterback the rest of the way until the last round. Zach Wilson's yeah. a great candidate. All right, let's go to pick number three. This is uh, San Francisco or quarterback number three. Uh, San Francisco Are holds the third it? pick. Um, <laughs> it, it's going to come down. Everybody believes it's going to come down to Justin Fields or Mac Jones. The The people who seem closest to the Niners are all saying Mac Jones, which surprises me a little bit because I think I would pick Justin Fields, but I um, both guys very intriguing. Let's let's talk Justin Fields first and break his game his game down for us a little bit. All right, Justin Fields out of Ohio State, who doesn't have the best track record when it comes to producing pro quarterbacks, starting with Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, to but Cardale you know, Jones, yeah, Terrell Pryor. That doesn't necessarily mean they can't play. I just Troy don't think Smith. I just I don't know. think that stuff matters that much. No, he, mean, he's the most intriguing prospect probably to ever come out. Of the Ohio State yeah, University I, I, I when don't it remember. comes to yeah. quarterback. It's been, um, it's been a long time anyway. Uh, he proved his toughness in the, the college playoffs last year, essentially 
died in the semifinal. Not That's really, right. but he broke like two ribs, came back and played in the championship. Uh, yep. they, they lost, I think. I'm not great with college football, but uh, Fields, in a, an amazing athlete. And we'll get to how he's a good thrower of the football, but the all-time quarterback 40-yard dash times. Now, his isn't combine official, Justin right. Fields. It's but, pro uh, day official. 4-4-4 four, four, four for Justin Fields. And next up was Russell Wilson at 4-5-5, Cam Newton 4-5-9, same as Jalen Hurts. So an elite runner. Elite runner. Elite You're getting running wide prospect. receiver speed out of out of the quarterback position with Justin Fields. But, but he proved he could throw the ball pretty well last year. Um, here's the percentage of total passing yards um, from run pass option plays and screen passes last year. Amongst mm-hmm. so you know cheapy yards, let's right, call them that. Right, right. Trevor Lawrence, twenty-seven percent of his yards came from RPOs, okay. screen passes. Mac Jones, twenty-two and a half percent. Then Zach Wilson, twelve percent. Trey Lance, eleven percent. Dead last, which is good in this regard, right? You because he's throwing down. Justin Fields, eight and a half percent of his yards came from RPOs and screen passes. So he, he is a a viable quarterback. And right now in redraft, he's going a little ahead of Zach Fields. He's in right around. QB two range, you know, a backup quarterback in uh, one quarterback 12, 12 team leagues at QB twenty four, right behind Daniel Jones, Tua, Ben Roethlisberger, and right before guys like Jameis Winston and Jared Goff, and that seems about right. I me. think it's too low because Fields is going to run and yeah. run well in this league, whether it's the Jets or the Niners. Yeah, he's going to play immediately, and he's I going to play it, right. It's, well, it, it, well, it is a little, we assume the Niners. we assume we assume, yeah. but um, but yeah, when it comes to Dynasty, he pretty pretty uh, undervalued here too. He's well, maybe not quarterback twelve. That's up there. I mean, he's right behind Aaron Rodgers, who is mm-hmm. sixteen years his senior at this yeah. point. But yeah. uh, on the the long term upside, outside of Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields has the most. I feel like outside of Mac Jones and Trey Lance. So now for the forty, if it is the 49ers, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is still there, and I think you know there's a good chance Garoppolo starts the season for the Niners, whether they go Fields or they go Mac Jones. Um, and so you, there may have to be, you may just have to be patient on on that to play itself out. The presumption is that Garoppolo will lose the job sooner or later, but we are only one season removed from Garoppolo bringing the team to the Super Bowl. So it's not it's not a certainty that will happen, but we considering what the 49ers paid to move up, everybody assumes that they're going to they ultimately will make the switch to whichever quarterback they end up drafting. From a redraft perspective though, way better for Fields to go to the Niners than the Jets. Oh, this yeah. year alone. <laughs> oh, Kyle Shanahan, you exponentially better. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, Shanahan's I think he's just an offensive he's he is. He's yep. an offensive wizard and can get production out of guys that have no business uh getting that kind of production. So we've talked a lot about Justin Fields or Mac Jones. What I want to do is take a break, come back, and let's talk about Mac Jones. And you know, because he could go as high as three here to San Francisco. And then if he doesn't go here, he could actually fall quite a bit. So we'll talk through the the, the Fields-Jones uh, debate a little bit here and familiarize ourselves with Mac Jones when we come back. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back. Paul Charchi and Brian Johnson with you. Fantasy Football Weekly. We're going through the rookie quarterbacks, getting a little more familiar, deep dives with these guys. Let's talk about Mac Jones. He does not have the sensational arm that we've seen with the first three guys that we've talked about, the, the eye-popping arm traits. But super productive player, super poised, and um, and as NFL-ready as anybody outside of, of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, there's he might be the most polarizing prospect when it comes to quarterbacks. I think that's yeah, right. There's a lot of love and a lot of hate I agree. On, on both ends Agreed. of the spectrum for Mac Jones, who has good size, uh, six foot three. Uh, like you said, not an elite arm, but a, a pretty good arm. His career passing grade versus the blitz against these other draft prospects. Uh, in college, Mac Jones had the highest grade against the blitz, 92.4, according to Pro Football Focus, ahead of Trevor Lawrence at number two and Zach Wilson at three. Yeah, His career passing grade against Power 5 teams was the highest among the quarterback uh, prospects. He was uh, first at 94.7 QB Ooh, rating against Power nice. 5 teams against just uh, above Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah, it's... It's some people are going to hate the pick, whatever team he if if he ends up on quote unquote your team. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to love it, and some are going to hate it. But this is really, he seems to have all the uh, the tools to be a, a great pro quarterback. But it's going to be uh, show me what you got, Mac. But uh, yeah, it's going to be to the Jets or to the Forty ers one would suspect. So for Mac Jones, from a fantasy standpoint, he doesn't have nearly to me the sizzle that these other guys no. do because the, the mobility the mobility is not good. You know, he's, he's not going to have the rushing that you're going to get out of Trey Lance or Justin Fields or even some of the scrambling ability for uh, for a Zach Wilson. Um, but, you know, he is a good, accurate passer. I just don't think he's going to have the bananas upside. He's going to feel like his upside is like what Philip Rivers gave us over right. the course of his career. Yeah, in redrafts, you're, you're not drafting him. He might be a waiver wire, wire pickup uh, later on in the year. And in Dynasty... You're not drafting him as a with QB one upside no. in, in a super flex league, which is right. what we play primarily. He he's got QB two upside for sure. Like you said, a Philip Rivers, maybe a Matt Stafford. Yeah, that's who, a good way to put it. Who wasn't cursed by Detroit yeah. for the yeah. majority of his career, but that's kind of his ceiling. But uh, not not a Mahomes like ceiling, like you said. And he doesn't have the mobility to be a Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson type prospect. Either. All right, let's go to our fifth quarterback that we're going to break down, and that's Trey Lance. Uh, Lance should go fourth or fifth among quarterbacks. And there's a chance that the top five picks of this draft will be quarterbacks. Now, in the NFL, there's never been more than the top three picks have never been. There's never been more than three quarterbacks taken in the first three picks. 
So that's what I'm trying to, I think what I'm trying to say. There's never been four in a row and there's never been five in a row. There could be all five. If Atlanta either moves their pick or so, takes quarterback, they should take quarterback. Um, and then Cincinnati at five might deal their pick because somebody want, might want Mac Jones, especially if Mac Jones goes three to San Francisco. As you mentioned, he's super polarizing. So San Francisco loves mm-hmm. him and they take him at three. That pushes Justin Fields and Trey Lance down to four and five. Now somebody's going to pay Cincinnati to, to move up to that spot. You mentioned the, I think, the most obvious candidates, Carolina and Denver. But don't forget, Philadelphia doesn't seem totally settled at J, with Jalen Hurts, and they may end up making a move because they don't have far to go. And then there's, of course, New England. They need a quarterback. Yep. Uh, so those are all some, some trade possibilities up to four or five for Atlanta or Cincinnati. And again, especially if Mac Jones goes at pick three. So let's talk about Trey Lance. Fascinating prospect. Um, who has as much upside as anybody in this entire draft, including Trevor Lawrence. He is an incredible athlete with all the raw skills to be an elite quarterback in the NFL if everything breaks his way. Out of North Dakota State. So North Dakota State. Lesser competition. Absolutely. At, at the highest level. Schedule. Yep, yep, so, which still... People are going to hold that against yep. him. People are going to hold the failures of Carson Wentz against him. Uh, for school. sure. Yep. Uh, for, you know, right or wrong. And um, amazing arm strength. He throws 60-plus yards uh, frequently. Strongest arm in this rookie class. And there's a rookie class loaded with arm talent. He's got the strongest arm here. He had a massive dot average depth of target, of 11.5 yards. That is massive. So when Trey Lance threw the ball, he threw, he threw downfield. Remarkable running ability for Trey Lance as well. Now, if people are going to give Lance, you know, give him a hard time about Carson Wentz. I want him to think a little further back to Steve Air McNair out of Alcorn State. Mm-hmm. Another small, school. small yeah. I don't let him call it D2 anymore, but back yeah. then it was D2. So if you're going to compare Fields to, uh, or I'm sorry, Lance to uh, Wentz, also compare him to McNair because the, the smaller schools can it come can, out. It can, you can do time. it. You can do it. Now, Trey Lance's running ability is really special. He, now, he weighs 225 pounds. Big He's boy. a big guy. Yeah. Um, not quite linebacker big, but he is a big dude. His running reminds me of Cam Newton's running. You know, A guy his size shouldn't be as fast as he is. He is fast, and he's got some wiggle with his running. He is going to be a, a fantasy powerhouse if he can if he can get if he can get the passing to a point where he stays on the field as a good passer. Trey Lance never lost a game as a starter. He had he makes very few bad decisions, and that's awfully rare for a young kid. Now, maybe part of that is, and this is you know, you mentioned earlier, small school, small school defenses. So maybe it wasn't challenged that way, and he will make more mistakes, obviously, at, at the next level. He only averaged 18 dropbacks per game. That's not a lot. Not a lot. No. Now it's because NDSU's got a run is a run heavy program, and because he ran a lot, so they didn't ask him to pass all that often, and so we haven't seen a ton of his passing. The biggest issue, though, accuracy. His his accuracy is fair, and that's something that doesn't always get better. Brian, sometimes it does. Josh Allen's accuracy was awful, and it got way better as he got older. So it can get better. Um, his mechanics are going to be, passing mechanics are going to need a little help as well. I just think the the perfect spot for Trey Lance is Atlanta, where he learns and he can spend at least a year on the bench and work out the negatives that we've talked about with his game. I agree. 
Yeah, he's not. He he's probably the rawest of the the big five quarterback prospects, but mm-hmm. might have the highest ceiling. He might. Argue. I think he does have the highest ceiling if everything breaks right, right. for him. Uh, so really, really excited to see what Trey Lance ends up doing at the next level. From I think he should get drafted. Depends a lot on where he goes. Again, ideally he's a backup. Uh, but if he's not a backup and he's pressed into service in his first year, he's absolutely draftable because of the running ability he's going to give you. Better runner than Jalen Hurts, I think. And Jalen Hurts was a fantasy startable quarterback for his three or four games at the end of the year. Yeah, and then Lance is he's going slightly ahead of Mac Jones in dynasty formats, he's, but, yeah. but behind him in redraft. It, he's the one quarterback where you're not you don't expect much. From Lance this year, but uh, his long-term prospects really good, way more intense. Really good. Uh, all right, let's talk about my uh, my my most intriguing quarterback in this draft, and I think it's Davis Mills from Stanford. So he's he's grading out. People think he's going to go roughly third round, but quarterback. Some team always needs a quarterback and ends up taking him early. But watch out for Pittsburgh end of the second round. All right, um, they have to get a contingency plan for next year in place. And Davis Mills might be that guy. I think I'm, I'm calling my shot right now. Pittsburgh's selection end of the second round. Uh, Davis Mills. If I get it right, it's a. There'll be some peacocking on this show if I do get it right. Are there, it's a are there odds you can take on this? No, I don't think you can. It's not I'll like give it's you a quick peacock on your your. This is NBA talk. Your Anthony Edwards Rookie of the Year prediction know, from was, uh, that was a couple for, months from ago, early February when he was twenty to one. Yeah, that was a good one. Very nice. Um, so Stan, here's the deal on Davis Mills from Stanford. He's only played 11 games due to injuries and COVID. And he came out of high school rated as a five-star recruit by like every service. They all loved it. And he's like a, he's like six, four. He's like your yeah, prototype, prototype size. Yeah, just, yeah. Prototype yeah. size. Everybody wanted him. He threw for 6,000 yards in high school and he scored 89 touchdowns in high school between passing and running. Uh, that's Davis Mills. I can't even do that per game, Matt. That's like... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like four touchdowns a game, right, something right. like that at least. Uh, Probably five. Super, super poised in the pocket. He really looks comfortable. He looks like uh, he looks like he's played there for even though he only the eleven starts. You look at him; you, he does not look in any way skittish about that role. He's got good arm strength. It's not a cannon. Davis Mills is not you know not one of the other quarterbacks we talked about like Zach Wilson and Trey Lance that way. But he has good arm strength. Highly accurate passer to all parts of the field. And I, I love when you can get that combination of, of good arm strength and high accuracy, man, that's the that is a real indicator of NFL success potential. He's a decisive passer with quick release, and I, I like that about him as well. Um, not somebody that's gonna be, you know, sitting in the pocket waiting too long, absorbing sacks or winding up with a windmill throw and then, you know, getting sacked halfway through the release. There are some issues, of course, for a player who's only started 11 issues. He needs to set his feet for maximum accuracy. He's uh, make, He does has made mental mistakes, and he's had bad throws, and he has basically no mobility. Um, so Davis Mills, I think a, a very interesting player. And, you know, Ben Roethlisberger hasn't had any real mobility for most of his career no, either. Really. You know, the Steelers know how to, work, how to work around a quarterback who doesn't bring that to the table. So Davis Mills, yeah, really I like intriguing. It. Yeah, the, the 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 top five, the guys we discussed before, Davis Mills, are pretty much set in stone. But the uh, number six is up in the air. But uh, I'm with you on Team Mills. Yeah, QB six. Davis Mills. Um, 
It'll be fascinating to see where he goes. And in the right landing spot, I think he's uh, he's going to be a, a nice dark horse for sleepers, uh, for, for you know, Dynasty Empire Leagues, where you just, if you can sit on a guy, develop him, wait a year or two, uh, Davis Mills may be your player. Uh, thanks, Brian. Yeah. It's been fun breaking down quarterbacks. Uh, next week, I believe we're going to do running backs next week. We'll find out for sure. But uh, I believe we're going to do running backs. And it is a... It's a crowded running back crop. Man, starting in like second, third round, there's going to be a lot of good running backs yeah. who are going to drop. Thankfully, a few of these guys didn't declare last year. They could have. They could have, Because right. they were in a really thin class, but uh, yeah, yeah. it's pretty meaty. So it is uh, very fun meaty. to talk about. I can't wait for that. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate all of you who take the time to subscribe, rate, and review Fantasy Football Weekly. We'll be back next week for more then. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 